0: Welcome back to Real Life with Maria and Christina. You're joining us for a very special podcast. It's Valentine's week, one of my favorite times of the year. Uh, I got engaged around Valentine's Day, and Maria and I actually have something really special for you guys. We wanted you to hear from our hubbies. (laughs) I can't wait. So first up, um, I'm going to be interviewing my husband, Kelby, and he's going to tell you a little bit about himself and then how we met uh, and our story. So he's going to give you the dirty details on my life. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And then after that, you'll be hearing from Maria and Pavel, who are engaged and planning a wedding. So I can't wait to hear both of their sides, because I don't think Kelby and I have ever I've never heard his perspective. He's heard mine a lot. (laughs) So we'll see what he has to say. Um, Also, Kelby, I poured you a cup of tea. So help yourself. We're drinking holy basil from our garden. We dried it. Um, So yeah, here's Kelby. Say hi.
1: Hello there.
0: (laughs) Thanks for being a good sport and joining me for the podcast. Can you tell everyone a little bit about how you grew up?
1: So, I was born and raised in a small town here in Alfred, New York. Um, grew up on a farm, have uh, a good sized family, lots of brothers and one sister. Um, never really left the farm for more than maybe two weeks. I think the top that I've been away is like three weeks in my life. Um, I love it here in Alfred and it's just a great place to live uh i've been around the country a little bit and i'm always quite happy to come back to alfred
0: so he's quite a homeboy as you can tell and i was not somebody that stayed in one place when we first met do you remember meeting me or seeing me for the first time Kelpie?
1: yeah i remember that night very well Um, (laughs) i was in the barn surprise surprise I uh, got done with evening chores and came out and was going go to the, go into the house to get cleaned up to go to a church event next door. And when I walked out of the barn, uh, the barn and the, the church are very close to each other. And I looked over and I saw this young lady with very long blonde hair uh, next to a red pickup truck. And I heard her laugh. <laughs> from where i was which is a a fair distance and i said oh here we go and i didn't know what i was realizing realizing at the time i just i just i just had this sense that there's something special about this young lady and uh that that was the start of something
0: We think it's so interesting that both of us saw each other from so far away. I mean, we're talking about 100 plus yards, and that was about the same time that I saw Kelby. So I think that somebody must have pricked our shoulders. Or maybe I'm just loud.
1: Maybe. (laughs) We'll be careful with that one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So um, fast forward a little bit. We were friends for a year, almost two years. And I got a phone call when I was working at the coffee house from Kelby who left a voicemail. You called me when your grandpa was over for dinner. D-
1: did I? <laughs> I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> you were you left a voicemail and it was like, I should have saved it, probably because all my phones die. And it was yeah. like, hi, this is Kelby. Um, I was just having dinner with my grandpa. And I was wondering if I could take you out to dinner sometime. So... Yeah, if you want to call me back, bye.
1: <laughs> now, see, that's that's not exactly how I remember it going down. But uh, I, rem- I thought I called you before dinner, maybe. And I, I don't remember being quite that uh, unromantic on the phone. <laughs> but then again, it was a while ago. so
0: That's all right. Another fun fact about us is Kelpie and I will disagree sometimes, but we've never had a fight. Like, We've never had like a screaming match. Yep. So far.
1: Yep. Don't, don't, don't intend to start anytime soon.
0: No. So when people say you have to fight to have a healthy relationship, that's not always true.
1: Absolutely not.
0: I love you. <laughs> All right, where were we going? <laughs> I'm getting lost uh, in his eyes. We don't sit forward. we don't sit down often like this with each other.
1: No, not like this, no.
0: Actually our favorite so if we fast forward you asked me out.
1: And you said you would go, and I picked you up in my pickup truck and took you down to Hornell to a uh <laughs> not quite romantic. <laughs> restaurant. But Are you I'm...
0: sensing a pattern here, listeners?
1: <laughs> so I'm learning. <laughs> Slowly. I love this. But uh, we went in and um, Christina ordered her meal and the waitress mm-hmm. brought the wrong thing. And uh, I tried to get her to have the waitress bring the right thing. And she said, no, she would eat it. And I, of course, was hungry because it's dinner time. And so I ate my meal and kind of just, you know, bought some time on the conversation, hoping that it would get easier to bring what we were there for up. And it.
0: And I was too nervous to eat and Kelby was too nervous to nod. eat. So he ate his meal and mine and I ate nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Finally, I did ask the question, though. And she said yes to courting me, and that was...
0: Can you explain to people... Now, we use the term courting and dating kind of interchangeably, but there was a difference then for us.
1: There is is a difference.
0: Well, yeah.
1: So dating is similar to courting in that you're getting to know the person better intentionally. Um but courting for me and Christina, um, our view of that is that it's an intention of marriage eventually. Eventually, unless you, in the process of becoming getting to know each other better, you decide that you don't want to continue to marriage. And then at that point, um, hopefully, you've gotten to know each other in such a way that it's not awkward if it does not continue because you have gone in with a a clear intent of why you are having this relationship deeper
0: there's also a purity that is stressed too yeah so yeah side note that's that's what happened and we um we dated or courted for a year was it just a year Or a year and a half? A year and a
1: half, I think.
0: We're really good with dates, can you tell? And then, um, do you remember when you proposed to me?
1: I do. I I was going to propose on Valentine's Day, (laughs) but me being the extremely romantic guy that I am, gave Christina lots of notice and said, hey, can I come over? She was living with her grandma and grandpa at the time. And I said, can I come over for dinner on Valentine's? You you bake dinner and I'll bring the dessert, and uh, I gave her a whole day's notice on that.
0: No, you gave me an evening.
1: Well, that's a day, but so, I worked all day. So, right, but, so I called. So it was Valentine's was on a Thursday that year, if yeah. I remember correctly. So I called her on Wednesday night <laughs> after she got out of work and asked and. She said she would. She didn't let me know how irritated she was with me. <laughs> so I thought, oh, great. This is this is perfect. Everything's going as planned. I uh, got there Thursday night and um, figured out pretty quickly that uh, things were not quite going as I had planned <laughs> to the extent that I had planned. Uh, and I was a little bit in the uh, outhouse or the doghouse. <laughs> not the outhouse, the doghouse a little bit.
0: It wasn't too bad, I just was commuting to a new job that was forty five minutes away, and I um also like was there all day.
1: yeah, I did have flowers delivered to you at work though
0: you did that was really sweet
1: um so i my my plan before I got there was to propose that night um but uh I decided that maybe we should wait for a better day. Um, when, uh, spirits were a little brighter, we did have a wonderful evening and a wonderful time. And
0: And then, so you texted me like later on, I cleaned on the weekends, a church and he texted me and said, I'll, um, help you clean. And then do you want to walk that waterfall that you like, which is just a mile from my grandparents' house where I was living? And I thought, sure. Like, didn't seem out of the ordinary we always like to be outside together anyway.
1: And it was a beautiful day that Saturday. Thankfully, the sun was out. It wasn't too cold. And I had uh I had this idea that that would be the perfect place to propose. Um so we we got the church cleaned. It was kind of funny. We ran into a friend who was coming out of the um bridal Oh there's yeah. A, there's a dress. What do you call that? Like
0: a bridal shopping, oh. yes, yeah.
1: So we we ran into a friend, and she had just come out from getting fitted for a wedding she was in, and there was a couple other people that it was it was just kind of funny because I'm sitting there with a engagement ring in my pocket, Christina did not know about, and here we are talking to somebody about getting married, and I'm trying to keep a straight face because uh, I know what's about to happen. <laughs> So, we went on our walk, and um, we're walking down through, looking at the waterfall uh and I'm trying to kind of before we get to a spot i'm looking trying to find the best spot that would be you know a good spot to ask and Every time I thought, well, this will be a good spot, and I was just about to ask Christina would keep walking and uh finally. <laughs> I said to her, can you just sit down for a minute? And she agreed, and, and I said to her, I said, I, I got, a, got a question I'd like to ask you. And at that point, I think she started to wonder what was going on, what, what I needed her to sit down so that I could ask her a question. And I pulled the ring out of my pocket and said, will you marry me? <laughs> and she just kind of looked at me. And I waited. And then I, I said, maybe she didn't hear me the first time, so I said, will you marry me? And she just still kept kind of looking at me. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm not going to ask a third time. I'm going to wait.
0: What did I say?
1: Yes. <laughs> so she said yes. We... Uh, we planned the wedding date for July 27th, which was not a whole lot of time to get things all lined up.
0: Five and a half months.
1: But, you know, when you have the right woman, there's no no point in waiting around. <laughs> so uh, we got married. We actually ended up getting married at our house, uh, an outdoor wedding. It was a perfect day.
0: You should tell the story... Backtrack we won't go into the miracle of us getting our house, but our house is one mile from the farm, and it's this little tiny house that it was surrounded by woods there were trees right up to our porch, so there was not a whole lot of lawn. Do you want to talk about what you did in five and a half months?
1: yeah, so um we were able to purchase our home uh, I believe it was the like the 5th or 6th of April Mm -hmm. so we got engaged the 16th of February and then we started looking for a house found the house and like Christina said it it was a cabin in the woods not much lawn and we uh, decided that was where we would like to get married so for my bachelor party I had about (coughs) 18 or 20 guys show up and uh, I had my bulldozer there and we started cutting firewood and cutting trees, tipping trees out and getting them cut up and uh, making some big grassy areas. And uh,
0: And that was like a month before the wedding, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was exactly, I believe the bachelor party was om- like exactly a month before the wedding. So, and then it, it got really wet and rained and uh it was a little bit muddy the the miracle of it is we had green grass we had three weeks from when we started seeding the lawn uh till the wedding and i would seed an area as it dried out the last section that was finally dried dry enough to plant was one week to the wedding and i was able to mow the lawn the night before the wedding it wasn't very thick but it was green And uh, so that was quite the miracle. It was
0: beautiful. I couldn't believe. I remember coming home from the bachelor party and seeing a mud pit.
1: And and you were a little bit upset with me. I
0: was like really nervous. (laughs) Actually, you did that to me again last year. (laughs) We redid our septic system and I came home to a trench in my beautiful lot. But I trusted you.
1: Well, you know, you got to do what you got to do.
0: When you marry crazy, you have to be crazy, right, Kelby?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we had a wonderful wedding, beautiful day.
0: People sat on hay bales. I wore my mother's dress, and Kelby said the most beautiful vows I've ever heard still. I cried a lot. (laughs) Yeah, it was great. (laughs) And a great reception on the farm. It was beautiful under a tent, and we square danced and it was sunny and gorgeous weather and right when we got ready to leave for a honeymoon
1: it started to rain
0: (laughs) so it was time to go
1: (laughs) but it was a beautiful day right up until the rain held off perfectly for us Um,
0: and that was six years ago now we have two beautiful little boys kedrick oak snyder born may 3rd 2015 and Kelby Charles Emanuel Snyder, Jr., born July 21st, (laughs) 2017. They're four and two, and they're Spitfires. They're a good combo of us.
1: Yep. Sometimes
0: I think one is more like the other, but then they throw me for a loop. Do you feel that way?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's... Kids, definitely... uh, imitate both i would say and tend to have tendencies of both sides of the family
0: we have the running joke when our kids do something funny or strange we're like that is so you to the other person
1: (laughs) it's definitely you (laughs) not so much me
0: so the moral of the story is we're blessed we i'm so happy to be married to you kelby
1: i love you thanks for saying yes
0: (laughs) So we have a lot of fun on our dairy farm at Sunny Cove. And if you follow us on social media, um, watch our journey. And we want to hear yours too. I can't wait to hear your your story, Pavel and Maria. So take it away.
1: Yours is just beginning.
2: (laughs) All right. Well, that was good to know. I learned some new things about Christina and Kelby now i am going to share some things about my love story with pavel so this is maria and i have pavel here joining me we're going to talk about how we met our love story pavel before we get into that would you share some things about yourself
3: sure so i am originally from ukraine so i grew up there as a young child and What seems like totally barbaric now, but the way we grew up was with no indoor plumbing. We had an outhouse, maybe a hundred feet away from the house or so. And then we farmed for food. We didn't really do a whole lot of shopping and that was the lifestyle pretty much of everybody around us. Mm -hmm. So when we came to the States, moved to downtown Rochester. So that was a very different, different, different uh, yeah. Different rhythm of life. Mm But after that, went to college in Alford University and got a degree. But more than that, I got a beautiful girl.
2: <laughs> you did. You, which which came first, Bill? <laughs>
3: uh, the degree came first. That's true. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. But all the while, the girl was being worked
3: on me. That's right. Behind it was brewing.
2: Scenes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've talked to you before on the podcast how... I'm trying to learn Ukrainian. You're teaching me a little bit. So that's the story. Of You were in Ukraine until you were 11? 10. 10. Okay. Mm -hmm. Came to Rochester, then came to Alfred. And you've been in Alfred ever since.
3: That's right. Yeah. Met, besides just the amazing girl that I met, a lot of awesome people. Mm -hmm. So I think after graduating, having all those friends and support system in the church, That we built there, were just hard to walk away and leave all that behind.
2: Mm -hmm. When did you come to Alfred? When was your freshman year?
3: I started college in 2010.
2: Okay, 10 years ago.
3: Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay, I came to Alfred in 2012. So you'd been there before me. Do you remember when we first met?
3: I do. I remember that night very well.
2: (laughs) Where were we? What do you remember about it?
3: So, I remember going to a coffee shop for Bible study slash relationship class. And our pastor was teaching about relationships. And that night, there was a new girl that came in, which was not super common. Usually, as the semester starts, the regulars settle in. It doesn't change a whole lot. So, it, I noticed, I still remember where you were sitting. It was upstairs, a terracotta. Um, I remember seeing you, but I didn't say hi. It wasn't until the week <laughs> after when you okay. came back.
2: So this makes sense. Because I was thinking when you talked about that night, I thought it was the time that we met. Cause I remember meeting you. Okay. Yeah. That makes
3: sense. Yeah, I was probably too intimidated to walk up and just say hello. <laughs> but after you came back the second time, I was like, all right, maybe she'll stick around.
2: Yeah, but what were your thoughts? You didn't want to like ask me on a date
3: my thoughts towards you.
1: Yes.
3: <laughs> uh, so first thing I noticed about you was just your smile. You had mm-hmm. a beautiful smile and I mm-hmm. thought you were cute. And uh, that's about as far as it went that yeah. first night. Sure.
2: So what did our interaction look like from there on out? Like the next, I mean, that was 2012. Mm-hmm. What happened?
3: So I actually remember at the end of that course, you never left. You sort of stuck around. Mm-hmm. And you stayed in that class for the rest of the semester. And then at the end, we had a, like a little time where people can get up and say what they received from the time we had together. And you got up and you talked about your relationship with your dad. And I remember in that moment just being blown away because um, I've heard... And, you know, people have struggles with their dad all the time, and it's normal. So I've heard a lot of, like, complaints and stuff that we all go through with struggling with authority and things like that. But I've never heard a girl speak as um, – it was so much honor and respect and even desire to have a relationship with her dad. So I was really blown away with that. From, with that. So I think from that moment on, I knew I wanted to be friends. Mm. I wasn't falling in love, but I knew I wanted to be friends. And we became awesome friends. Mm-hmm. We became best friends for the next seven, eight, was it nine years, eight years?
2: Yeah, seven, eight.
3: Yeah, Yeah. A long time.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. It was in a season that I was working on my relationship with my dad, but I've been really blessed to have a dad who wanted that good friendship and relationship with his daughter, mm. yeah. That's neat that you noticed that.
3: Mm-hmm. And he was very blessed with a daughter who wanted a relationship with him.
2: That's true. I remember during that class we chatted one time about computers. You helped me out.
3: I think that was our second week.
2: Really? Yes. <laughs> okay. That's the that's the first interaction I remember. Yes. Yeah, you were just a yeah, you were a great guy who was willing to help me. I was shopping for computers. We talked brands and stuff. Yeah, you were very approachable, which was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we also, um, a bunch of us um, as a church went out and played putt-putt golf and watched a movie. Mm-hmm. And, me and I interacted. Everybody was getting ice cream, and I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna eat any ice cream. I definitely wasn't like completely off sugar at that point, but I was eating less of it. And Pavel went and got a banana from his car <clears throat> and shared it with me, and it so blessed me. I, remember I was like, that. he's so taking care of me like it wasn't a romantic gesture it was just very kind Mm
3: -hmm. yeah well I remember that whoever your friend was that you brought that night Mm -hmm. which I met for the first time was teasing teasing you yes but you weren't she was teasing you towards me and she was like where's your twin yeah oh like you weren't there but she's like where's your twin Pavel because I think (laughs) we spent the entire evening together yeah we did yeah
2: I got harassed about it later okay. from other people. <laughs> yeah. So from there, we we continued to build a great friendship. Did a lot together in mm-hmm. Alfred and in the church. Um, can you think of some other things within our friendship? We started biking together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Summers we spent biking.
3: Yeah. So there's not a whole lot of people that can keep up with me on a bike. So I think <laughs> when when I started biking with you... And you're keeping up with me. That was like a, a friendship made in heaven. So he, <laughs> that was the glue of our relationship at that point. And
2: I didn't think about it at the time. So I could keep up with you. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. A lot of people got on the bike. They would go for a mile, and they would be like, "I need to walk around a little bit and get off." And <laughs> yeah, so that was great.
2: That's cool. And we like to tell people. <laughs> in like teasing how we lived together for a season.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: But side note, (laughs) it was at our pastor's house. So our pastor has a big home and he allows a lot of young adults to come in and um, for usually short seasons of their life while they're still in college or just after college. So Pavel, you were in there probably a year before me or a little less than a year. Um, in the guy section, mm-hmm. which is like the, the part of the house that's locked down from the other side. Mm-hmm. And then I was in the upstairs with a bunch of girls. So we, we got to, you had just graduated college, right? Or were you still in college?
3: I moved in my last semester of college.
2: Okay. Yeah. So probably when I moved in, you were done. Yep. Yeah. And then when I moved in, I was working on my nutrition certification. But we got to live life together. hmm Yeah.
3: So now, as we are going through premarital counseling, and they ask us, have you cohabited? We have Mm -hmm. to say yes.
2: Yes. (laughs) We did cohabit. And our pastor answers for it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. We cohabited as friends, which, by the way, we don't recommend cohabiting. It's just not a good idea. Yeah. But it was funny how it worked out. We lived together as friends, and then we moved Mm -hmm. apart and then started a relationship. Yeah.
2: Mm Yeah. And the day that you asked me, or you expressed your interest, that was one of the most special days of my life. I had started to, like, we'd been great friends, and I had liked you at different seasons, but I was pretty confident that you didn't like me. And you had even, like, at different times, you had, like, seemed to hint pretty clearly that we were just friends and so I was okay with that Mm -hmm. um but then a season came in 2018 where we we kind of started we started spending more time together and we were biking and I was just like man this guy is awesome (laughs) I realized how much I cared for you and I was like man does he like me cause you were doing some things that were more special. Like you helped me buy a really nice road bike and it was this big gift. So can you mm-hmm. share what happened
3: that day? The rem- evening? Do you remember what I would share with you when we were friends and I used to be like, um, I remember one time we came home from some sort of an event and we were walking in the house together because we lived in the same house. And I was like, Maria, I'm just so happy to have a little sister like you. You're such a sister.
2: Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's right. I'm your sister. I was like,
3: Go sister.
2: I, I got it. <laughs> You're my brother. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and I appreciated that. Like it helped me. I actually felt like I could press into our friendship more and just be a good friend because I didn't question your intentions or anything even though I liked you at different times so
3: yeah, yeah. it was
2: great and
3: I think I was just making sure it didn't get awkward so I was yes. like trying to communicate where we are without without being pushed like without pushing somebody away mm-hmm. but the first I remember after seven or eight years of just being friends and hanging out in 2018, we started biking again, which we haven't mm-hmm. done before then in quite a while. Mm-hmm. So once we do doing that, it was like this friendship that just started building and taking mm-hmm. off and growing at a faster rate than it has before. Mm-hmm. So I remember um, really developing feelings for you. But because it was a little weird because we've been such close friends.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So I was like, how do I communicate this? So actually, I remember rehearsing this in my mind.
2: Really?
3: Yeah. <laughs> and I remember pulling you aside after after Bible study in Terracotta, I think, right? Mm-hmm. We walked mm-hmm.
2: we onto Main Street. went out Main into straight. your car. Yeah, you had something to get me.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I remember I wanted to drive you home because I was bringing your bike back mm. on my roof rack. And you were like, oh, no, I just want to walk home. I was like, are you sure? I, you know, I can give you a ride. It's cold outside. And you're like, oh, no, I'm going to enjoy the pressure. So I was like, man. I was like, I'm going to get
2: exercise. Yeah.
3: But in my mind, I said, like, if I can get her a ride, like, I can sort of talk with her on the way home. And I
2: didn't realize this. Yeah,
3: you never gave me a chance. So I was like, you know what? We're just going to talk right here next to my car. Uh, so I we walked towards my car, and I said, um, that there has been this love that's been birthed in my heart towards you, mm-hmm. and and I elaborated a little bit more than what I'm saying now, but I was trying to communicate how how I'm not sure what I should be doing with this love if I, if it's something I should put away and not allow to grow because it's not mutual, or if it's something that if you know if it's mutual, then if it's something that I can let it grow. Mm-hmm. And I think you reply just like, yeah, I think it's mutual or something <laughs> like that.
2: I was so blessed. Like, the way that you shared, it really honored me as a friend. And you were looking to protect my heart while, like, being vulnerable and opening up and sharing your heart. It's not like we were strangers attracted to one another. Mm-hmm. You know, you weren't asking me, like, hey, let's get to know one another we knew each other really
3: well we were really close friends so it was risky yeah so for me the biggest risk there was to lose a friend Mm -hmm. like if you said no I don't want anything romantic that wouldn't been as bad but if it got if things got awkward which which they usually do
2: sure
3: then that would have been a real bummer Mm -hmm. then I would have regretted ever saying anything Mm -hmm. so that's why I was like you know trying to be subtle and gentle about it
2: yeah so, I told you it was mutual, and from there, we started building a relationship. It seemed, like, pretty fast. Mm-hmm. It was love. boom,
3: boom, cut boom, and we got engaged. <laughs> so happy. <yeah. laughs> yep.
2: Lots of fireworks in between.
3: Yeah, a lot of fireworks. Yeah,
2: I was blown away by how quickly we fell in love. Like, there was so much love. I was like, this is my best friend, and there was, I mean, there was love in our hearts, but... I, like, I wasn't sure if it was just companionship, but there's mm-hmm. so much more. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, our love definitely grew really fast for each other mm-hmm. once we started building that relationship intentionally.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we still bike together, and you help me with computer stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're, if you're, like, my tech support. Yeah. So it's been... It's been a really fun relationship because we're such close friends. We have so much in common.
3: And I will say that our bike rides have gone from 10-mile bike rides that we did as friends to, well, 20-mile bike rides.
2: Yeah. I Yeah, we did do a 20-mile.
3: Yeah. And then <laughs> they went to... Well, I guess we did 20 miles, like, leisurely. Like, we go 10, then hang out for a few Mm -hmm. hours and come back. But they have multiplied quite significantly. It's true. So there's been a lot of growth (laughs) in our hobbies.
2: (laughs) Yeah. We did a 60-mile last year. 62 miles. 62 miles. Yeah. Yeah, That was painful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then you did this amazing proposal, which I wrote about. Some of you may have read this story. In December, Pavel was off to China. And he was—he left me a note for every single day that he was gone. And he would leave me, either the note would be delivered to me or um, he would give me a clue the day before and I'd go find it. And that was very special. Not only did it help me pass the time, but it was just so much love, such an affirmation of your love. And then the Sunday before you were coming home, you are supposed to come home Monday night. You arranged this event for me, and it was a surprise. And so I was thinking, I was trying to guess what it was, and just figuring it was an outing with friends. And it ended up being that, but it included a treasure hunt um, with clues that you had written that led me to a coffee shop where we had had our first date. And there was a surprise at that coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were supposed to be in China. (laughs) You surprised me
3: Mm -hmm. and
2: proposed. It was amazing.
3: So to go back, every time that I traveled internationally, usually to Germany or elsewhere, uh, Maria would always write me notes and then she would give me a stack of envelopes. And she's like, this is a note for you for... I don't think it was for every day, but it was like you open one a day, right. one every Slowly other day.
2: to cherish them.
3: <laughs> but when when I went to Germany the first time, she gave me this stack, and I didn't quite understand how how this process worked. <laughs> so I opened all of them as I was flying. It was a it was a long That's plane so ride.
2: Funny. <laughs>
3: and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm reading through all these cards, and it was super sweet. And the first night on land and I was like, Oh, all those notes are so cute. It's just like you're supposed to open one day at one at a time. It's
2: like what you read yeah. them all? <laughs> no, I thought it was great. I appreciated that you wanted to read them all. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But then I was like, Well, that did, that didn't work. So when I was gonna give you notes, I wanted to do one for every day. I was like, but I you gotta, didn't give
2: them all to me.
3: That's right. I said, like, I gotta hide these. Gotta <laughs> hide these from Maria.
2: That's so funny. Yeah, and when you proposed, I was like in shock and so excited to see you because I hadn't seen you in two weeks. I was like, are you proposing? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, yes. <laughs> uh, and I said yes. It was awesome.
3: Yeah, it was a blast.
2: Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: I think the coolest part is... I had to plan all this a few weeks in advance because I was going to be in China during that time and the coffee shop that I wanted to use, I actually thought about reserving the place, but like just the money that it will cost Mm -hmm. and then the time, I just didn't, didn't want to mess with it, but the coffee shop ended up being totally empty. It was just us. And then the owners Mm -hmm. were super helpful. Yeah. And they were so blessed.
2: Mm -hmm. It's a black cat bistro in the Finger Lakes. It's a really nice place. Yeah. I was blown away that you hadn't, like, you came in 15 minutes before I showed up and you explained what you were doing. And she went with it. Like, it was great. Yeah. So I will link our story below if anyone wants to read that. And it includes pictures, our engagement story. So now we're planning a May 2020 wedding. 102 days to go. We were talking about today. (laughs) So we're both excited.
3: Very excited. Mm
2: -hmm. So thank you for listening.
3: And as you guys listen to these ladies, they got so much wisdom and amazing lifestyles, the both of them. So it's just been a blessing. And it's been awesome to meet you guys. And I hope you keep enjoying and keep listening.
2: Thank you, Babel. Thank you for joining our show. This is such a fun episode to share with you. Thank you for joining as we pause to share our love stories. We would love to hear your love story or about some of the friendships that you cherish in your life. Valentine's isn't just about your significant other. It's about friends and family. So share those valentines with the ones you love. You can contact us at real mk at gmail.com. Our social media info is linked below. And our websites are sunnycofarm.com for Christina and thrivinghealthnewyork.com for me. Happy Valentine's Day. Have an awesome weekend.